The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub talking Atlanta Hawks basketball. Tonight, the Atlanta Hawks fall to the Charlotte Hornets in a game with playoff implications. Should I say playoff or play in? <laughs> um, entering to this game, the Hawks had a half a game lead on the Charlotte Hornets, and after the game, after the game, uh, it was not so. So, um, yeah, tonight's tonight's podcast is going to be a little different formatted. I'm not going to go through all four quarters. I'm not going to go through a game flow. We're just going to examine the consequences and the ramification of tonight's game. Where the Hawks stand. Um, what is it that we see? We're going to look ahead at the schedule. And uh, it's going to be kind of a brief pod tonight. And I'm uh, just going to talk about the ramifications of tonight's loss in Charlotte. A game that the Hawks, um, I guess you could say they had the opportunity to win. Um, although Trey didn't really have his finest night tonight. Um, I still think there was opportunities for the Hawks to win this game. But we'll talk about that. Uh, in detail a little bit more in just a moment but let me get rid of some of this housekeeping first um, as always man a big part of what we do is on the social media front so we would love for you to connect with us on our social media facebook twitter instagram at hawksbeat that is how you get at us and make sure you subscribe to the pod as well we are on pretty much every platform where you get your podcast for free <laughs> that's how you get at it so subscribe to the pod find us on social media that is a big help to everything that we're doing 
Um, we are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. So um, shouts out to them. Uh, those are our people. So uh, that's how we get down. We are the uh, official podcast of the Minute Media Podcast Network and uh, the official Hawks podcast. I'm sorry. So um, all the Hawks content and podcast format comes from us. And we appreciate those folks for rocking with us. All the folks from um, Fan Sided and Soaring Down South, um, we rock with them too, man. So shouts out to uh, all of those websites. All right, so let's get into it, man. I'm going to make this quick. I'm going to make it clean, and we're not going to prolong it. We're just going to talk about what it is, all right? So first things first, let me just start with the standings as they are right now currently. Um, Currently, the Hawks, I said earlier, they were the ninth seed going into tonight. After tonight's loss, they are now a half a game behind the Charlotte Hornets in the 10th spot. For the playing game in the East. Now, I highly doubt it that the Washington Wizards or the New York Knicks will catch the Hawks. Um, both of those teams are the 11th and 12th seeds. They're they're like five games behind the Hawks. I just don't see I just don't see a scenario where that happens unless the Hawks just really go in the crapper. And they really just had to go on the crapper. And I just don't see that. <laughs> I mean, they're not playing well now, but um, yeah, I just don't see it. I, I, I see that they'll probably finish somewhere in the 10th or 9th spot. Um, do I see them catching Brooklyn? No, nah, not really. Brooklyn's starting to heat up. You look up at the standings now, and Brooklyn has won four straight. Toronto has won four straight. Charlotte has won three straight. Those are the three teams above the Hawks. Um, the Hawks have been playing relatively good at home, but um, they got to figure out some of these road road. Uh, how can I say this? Road struggles. Road struggles. Um, Trey, particular man, he hasn't really shot that well on the road, and tonight was just another example of. I don't know if it was <clears throat> a case where he's been Superman these last two games and this is him just being mortal right like this is him being mortal and so after the two games he's had he's entitled to have a bad game and like i mean can you really say it was well it was a bad shooting night for him so i don't know if you want to i don't know if you want to tie his entire game to saying he had a bad game because he had a bad shooting night he had a bad shooting night um, he dished out 15 assists. So, you know, that's something, right? That's something. But I think from a team perspective, there is something about the makeup of this team where if your star doesn't go nuclear, like, you still got to be able to find ways to win a ball game. Period. Like, you got to find a way to win a ball game when your star is not being, when, when he's not playing out of this world. I think Trey realized that he didn't really have his shot going tonight. And to his credit, he didn't force a lot of shots. Like, it's good that he didn't lead this team in shot attempts tonight because he knew, hey, man, I just don't got it tonight. You know, he had 12 attempts. And one thing you do like to see is other guys having more attempts than him when he's not shooting. Unfortunately, it just wasn't enough firepower. You just needed more firepower. 
Bogey took 16 shots. Herter took 16. Uh, even Clint Capella took 14. And DeAndre Hunter took 13. That's a nice mix. Like, that's a nice mix. Uh, you just need more. You need Bogey. You you take 16. I need you to hit at least eight of them, brother. You know what I'm saying? Same with Kevin. Like, you guys, when, when you see Kevin, when you see Trey struggling, you got to... You, you just need more. Like, you need more, man. And I, I don't know how you fix that. Like, do you make a move to get a bonafide number two? And if you do, who is the number two that you bring in? You know what I'm saying? I think everything is on the table this summer. I think everything is on the table. Everything except number 11. Um but here's the question, and I want to ask this to you guys. I want to ask this to you guys. Do you make a move to get a number two and get rid of some of your core pieces? Maybe a, a, a John Collins, or do you move a DeAndre Hunter? Do you move a... Um, I think all those guys are in play, to be honest with you, Clint Capella. I think everybody's in play except for number 11. The question is this. You're already a top five team scoring the ball, like from a statistical standpoint. Um, do you make a move to get better scoring? I don't know, you know, because your problem actually now in all actuality is you're just a really poor defensive team. You're just a really poor defensive team. So do you get a defensive dog in there? And it's like, is that guy even, does he even exist in today's NBA? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those guys that, you know, used to play in Memphis and those tough guys and those those NBA guys who are tough two-way guys, they're, they're few and far between, man. They're few and far between. It's not like they're just sitting out there waiting to be drafted or waiting to be tried out because no one's giving them a shot. Nah, if, if they could ball, they would be on a squad. So, again, we're going to talk about the roster stuff when the season is over. But it's just kind of food for thought. It's kind of food for thought. Um, another question is this. Gallinari played tonight, played the first half. Um, he didn't come out the second half, I don't believe. Let me go back and look at my my stat sheet. Uh, didn't play the third or fourth. Yeah, he didn't come out the second half. Obviously tried to give it a go. Uh, didn't Didn't have it. And uh, play 14 minutes. My thing is this. And again, I said this on the last pod. You have a power forward in College Park that is putting in work. <laughs> He's putting in serious work. So I just, I don't know. Like how, 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 how much does, do you need to see from this Hawks team to realize, you know what? Hey, I got a young power forward and I need to have him on there. Like Nate's old school, man. Like Nate is old school, and and he just I don't I don't know I don't know why um, Jalen Johnson is doing putting in work in the G League, and you have two power forwards down on your NBA squad, and you still won't bring him in to even just give him a look. Like I don't get it. I really don't get it. But these are just questions, and I wish I had the answers, but I don't. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm. I don't have the answers. These are questions that I have legitimately. Um, yeah. So I don't know what's, what's going on with Jalen Johnson. Don't 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 send me no messages asking me any questions about Jalen Johnson. Because you know what, y'all? I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I sent out a poll today and there's still time to vote and it's going to be up for 24 hours. It's on my Twitter account. If you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawks beat. And I sent out a, just a feeler. I just wanted to see if a filler and I wanted to get you guys thoughts on Nate McMillan. And, uh, as I thought, these are kind of what I expected. So here's the question that I asked. I asked, I said, Hawks fans weigh in. How do you feel about Nate McMillan? And I had three, I had three options. First option was he got to go. Second option was he needs another year. And I had third option for no opinion for folks who were just kind of like, well, I can kind of take it or leave it or I don't know. Um, 43% of you guys said he needs another year, which is kind of remarkable. I kind of thought that number was going to be a little bit different. Again, I'm going to let this poll go for another 16 hours. It's a 24-hour poll. I, I want to hear people's reactions, and I want you to go by and, and vote on it. 39% of the fan base that voted said he's got to go. 43% said he needs another year, and 18% says no opinion. So I think that's a very, I think those are very good numbers. Like, I mean, I think that's very reasonable. Um, again, the fact that he just got here like last season, <laughs> right? Like he just got here last season. So the idea that you're going to fire him, that's not going to happen. Like it's not going to happen. I think next year he'll, the seat will be a little hot, you know, it'll be a little warm. But even still, I think that uh, Travis is not a guy that does reactionary type stuff. So, um I don't, I don't think Nate is going anywhere for the foreseeable future, at least for this year and probably a good stretch into next year. Like next year is going to have to be really bad out the gate for them to get rid of Nate. But just my opinion, just my thought. Again, go to go to uh, Hawksbeat on Twitter and go ahead and vote there. I sent out a tweet and I've actually just retweeted it. So if you go to my page, you'll see it there. Go ahead and get your vote. And I may put the poll on Instagram. I was trying to put the poll on Instagram earlier, but I was having some issues uh, putting it there with the functionality. It kind of crapped up. So I don't know. I don't know IG folks. So if, if you're on IG and you follow me, swing on over to Facebook. I mean, swing on over to Twitter and uh, get uh, get in on the vote, man, because I want to see what you guys think. Uh, from a standpoint of Taylor Two Halves, I, I say this almost every single podcast, and forgive me if I um, if I sound kind of like a broken record, but it was a tale of two halves again. <laughs> tale of two halves. The Hawks scored 39 points in the second half to Charlotte's 54, and they just did not have enough firepower. And I think on most nights, the issue is the Hawks' defense is just kind of porous, and it's just really not good. So I think that tonight it was a combination of both. Defense wasn't really that good, and you didn't have enough scoring. And you got outshot. Like, you can't shoot 15% from three-point range and 36 from the field and expect to win a ball game. I mean, you can. You can expect to win, but you're not going to win. <laughs> like, you're just not going to win. That's just what it is, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so they get outscored 54 to 39 in that second half. And uh, it's just not enough, man. I mean, what are we talking about here, right? Like, what are we talking about as far as uh, a playoff team and getting into the playoffs? And, ooh, we just got to get in there. Man, look, y'all ain't ready. You're not ready. Right? Like, that's not playoff basketball. This team has shown all year long that they have not been consistent. 
And the only thing that they've been consistent is, is in their inconsistency. <laughs> that's what, that's what they've been consistent in. But, um, yeah, tough loss tonight, man. Tough loss. They fall below the 500 mark again. Uh, just, <laughs> just as the other night they reached the 500 mark and, um, an opportunity to build up on that, but they don't make it happen. They don't make it happen, but um, you just got to keep on going, man. I think there's probably 16 games left, 16 or 15 games left. That schedule's not going to get any easier for the Hawks. And, um, as a matter of fact, let's pull that up right quick. Let's pull that up. And again, I'm not going to keep you long tonight. I just wanted to come on and talk just briefly about tonight's game, but let me pull up, um, this schedule for the Hawks and, um, Let's see what's upcoming, man. Upcoming. So, uh, you drop this one to the uh, Charlotte Hornets tonight. Friday, you have a game with the Memphis Grizzlies, who are a very good basketball team. <laughs> and they have a team that has a a quasi-MVP candidate in Ja Morant. And uh, good luck uh, figuring out how to stop that brother. Because this year, he has been... Nothing short of amazing. You have Memphis on Friday. Sunday, you have some matinee basketball with not a very good Pelicans team. You have a Knicks team that's not very good that you got to play on Tuesday. However, the Knicks team that hasn't been very good and the Detroit team that hasn't been very good are two teams you've been losing to. Right? Like you've been losing to both of them teams. So it's not like you can look at any team on this schedule and be like, oh, well, that's a win can't do that you know every game gonna be a dog fight and these guys have to realize that um they're in for a dog fight they have to realize that there's a sense of urgency and the coaching staff they got to be not saying that hey man we need jalen johnson and that's going to solve all the problems no but you know how how long are you gonna keep on playing these guys who are six five are powerful and i would ask nate that question but Coaches don't like when you kind of push them like that. So I ain't going to be the one to do it. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I ain't going to be the one to do it. If somebody else is doing it, if somebody else that, that's media, that's on that Zoom, y'all go ahead and ask Nate why he why he, why he he likes playing these 6'5 power forwards. You just want to go small all game instead of playing a, a, a capable power forward that you drafted in the first round. I don't got the answers, man. I really don't have the answers. But... That is the uh, the schedule upcoming for the Atlanta Hawks, and uh, you can't cry you can't cry with spilt milk, man. This was this was a opportunity to um, kind of assert themselves and show a little legitimacy of where they belong. And right now, you know what? They're they're where they belong. They are where they are where they belong in that ten speed in that ten seed in the Eastern Conference, right? If this was any other year, they would not be a playoff team because it would just be the top eight season. That would be it. Now you're struggling to stay at the 10th spot. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's who this team is. And I'm not going to sit on a podcast and tell you guys this team is anything other than what it is. I'm not going to do that. So um, tough loss tonight in Charlotte, but uh, maybe you can rebound Friday night. Again, the Hawks have been pretty decent at home. Um, They tend to play to their um, opponent. So you're playing a good team. Maybe they'll play better. 
What's the status on John Collins? I don't know, man. But when I looked at that thumb, that thing looked ugly. It looked ugly. I don't I don't imagine he'll be back anytime soon. But I told y'all that last night or the last podcast I did. So not counting on him, not counting on Bogey. I don't know what they're going to do at Power Forward. But I'll tell you this, this uh, this Memphis team is a tough team. You're going to need some bodies in the paint. You know, y'all ain't playing, uh, he, Nate's not playing uh, Gorgie Jane. So I don't know what you're going to do. You, I guess you just want all your toughness to be Clint and Big O. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. I'm not going to project anything on Nate as what he will do. I kind of have an idea. <laughs> kind of have an idea what he's going to do or what that rotation is going to look like, you know. So if, if Trey doesn't go for 45 or 50, then, you know, it, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just wanted to come on real quick. Again, remind you guys about the poll on uh, Twitter. It's going to be up uh, for another probably about 16 hours or so. Go on, go on to the poll and vote. Want to get your thoughts on Nate McMillan. And the next pod I do, I will give you guys an updated thoughts on uh, what the fans are saying about Coach Nate McMillan and his future. So, like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all-time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Free beat dot You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.